I'm Helen Perry and I help people to build brilliant communities online to support their work, to put themselves out there. This is the Just Bloody Post-It podcast dedicated to you if you're in that arena. Maybe it comes easily to some, but I find that for most of us, there's a mountain to climb to get comfortable with seeing yourself on social media, hearing your voice and believing that others will want to hear the things you'd like to say. So, fellow mountaineers, it's just me this time for an episode. I've been feeling, probably should have started the series, it's a bit of a missing link, an explainer about what just bloody posting it means to me, why it's a light bulb notion that underlines everything I do for my business, it's the central message I give to my clients, and it applies in most circumstances to most things, I find. It's a two-parter, keep listening, I'm going to share a few thoughts on recent anxieties around change on Instagram and the march towards video content that's got some people feeling left behind. But I want to step back a few years first to tell you how I started my business from the bottom up with a little help from my online audience. Okay, I've had a sip of fruit tea to keep me going. This is a lot of talking, even for me. Before all this, before this business, before Just Bloody Post It, I was a stay-at-home mum for about seven years. And for the last few of them, I wasn't super happy. I was frustrated and felt stuck. I had a sense that life was passing me by and that I was failing because I hadn't found my way back to work. I was stuck on a sort of hamster wheel of having ideas, talking myself out of them and a lot of negative self-talk. After way too long and some big sort of life-changing moments, my dad passed away and I turned 40, I booked some sessions with a coach. When you're not in a great place, it's easy to talk yourself out of investing in yourself. I'm not worth it. What's the point? I don't earn enough. So how can I justify it? But I really believe this. If you can, then you must. One of the best things I ever did was spending a bit of money on moving myself forward. So I worked with a wonderful lady called Stephanie Smith, my coach. Hi, Stephanie. She stepped in and did what good coaches do, helped me find a way through the fog in my head by taking down barriers to progress that I'd just built up over time. Um, She performed a sort of brain magic that simply just ended that period of paralysis and allowed me to start trying things. The end goal stopped mattering. I could test things out without having all the answers in place or guarantees that it'll work. And this is just so key. It stayed with me and it runs through the way I work every single day now because I discovered that the answers you're looking for are hiding in the doing. You discover one step after another, after another. If you take the first step, the second one will reveal itself. My first step was that I decided I was going to start a blog. I'd been a journalist and thought, okay, I can write stuff down. I feel like the world could stand to hear from a few more women my age who've been full-time parents. And then I sprinkled on some Instagram because I'd read somewhere that if you have Instagram, then people will read your blog. And that 
then maybe the blog could become a business. Off I went. I called the project Not About the Kids and started posting. I had a lovely little community grow around me on Instagram right from the start because I was chatty and I turned up consistently. Those are your starting points for Instagram. Be social, show up. The big thing that was missing, though, for really the first two years was any kind of clarity of purpose. In order for you to do something with an audience, it has to be clear what you're there for and who you help. What do you offer? A few nice photos, even if people love them, doesn't really make for a proper purposeful community. You have to decide who you're for and what you're offering, your niche, and then start telling people that. It's the scariest thing because as soon as you say you're for someone, it means that you're not for someone else, but it has to be done. You have to get your head around it or you're talking to no one and nothing will happen. So, Although my posting had been a bit random, I had always shared what I was learning about Instagram along the way. I'd become really hooked on the marketing and strategic aspect of social media, having actually been pretty snotty and sceptical about social for the years before I really went all in on Instagram. Always that had been my most popular content I shared, but I was reluctant to really run with it because... Can I say I'm an Instagram specialist? There was lots of imposter syndrome there. Is this really a proper job for a grown-up woman? But eventually I came to understand and people sort of, they have to say these things to you maybe 20 times before you can feel it in your gut that you have to back yourself to offer something. Otherwise, how can you expect anyone else to? So In 2019, I fully went in on social marketing and that's how my business was born, by just bloody posting it and allowing my audience to show me the sweet spot between what I can offer, what I'm good at and what they want to buy. It would have been quicker if I'd known from the start what I wanted to sell, undoubtedly so, but I feel really grateful that I had the time and space to learn make mistakes. And often, often I see people struggling because they're not listening and they've decided they want to share something with the world and they're frustrated because it's not landing and no one's taking any notice. You need to send out smoke signals and then read the messages you're getting back because you might not have it quite right. Try different tactics. Discover whether there's a different way you can share the value of what you do with different words and different forms. Show people what you do. Don't keep it a secret because you'd like them to pay for it. They might need to try before they buy. Put your neck out and find out whether you've got it right. And if you've got it wrong, change things, tweak and continue. This is why perfectionism is just the death of your marketing. The whole point, the whole sort of USP of social media marketing is that it's a conversation between you and your follower and your client, your friends. They're telling you all the time what they like and value. So we have to pay attention. Very few people discover what's right straight out of the gate. Getting it wrong's hard. It doesn't feel good. But it should, it should feel good because, you know, every time we post something that doesn't hit the right spot and nobody comments, we've got this great information that that's not really what our followers were interested in. So I won't do that again. And it feels beautiful when it goes right, all the dopamine pumps and we get the instant gratification. 
But most of the people I work with come to me because they feel like their social marketing isn't hitting the spot because simply often they're not putting enough stuff out there to get the data and feedback back to tell them whether or not they're sharing the right messages. So if you're asking what's wrong with my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, post more, post different and you'll find out. Don't just keep sharing content that doesn't seem to resonate, kind of hoping for a different outcome one day because that's someone's definition of madness. If you're not posting things because of imposter syndrome, fear of embarrassment, or what other people might think, my friend, they are not thinking anything. If we truly understood how little people are thinking about our social posts, we'd probably dance through Instagram stories naked. And it's completely missing the point of being a little beautiful brand on Instagram anyway that serves others because if that's what we want then what matters is that your content helps delights inspires and entertains them and bottom of the list should be the things that we think about how we feel about posting because it's not for us it's for our followers just bloody post it this is marketing and it can be hard Okay, okay, okay. Okay, hello, part two. Is there anyone still listening? I don't know. It's still about just bloody posting it really, but I'm bringing it into the now. There's been a storm on my Instagram. You may have noticed it too. Lots of creatives in particular have lost their cool over a video from the boss of Instagram, the head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri. You can watch it at Mosseri, M-O-S-S-E-R-I. In it, he said, we are no longer a square photo sharing app and that Instagram's focused on video and growth through video. The words triggered a strong response from people who love photos, don't want to create TikTok style pointing and dancing videos and feel like they're being pushed towards making content that they don't want to create. And that Masseri was saying that images aren't really wanted on Instagram anymore. They'll be buried by the algorithm. It was a rejection. And hashtag campaigns like here for the stills popped up. And ironically, some really cool, funny reels about not wanting to make reels were created. So here's what I think. First, do not panic. I think that the statement from Masseri was misunderstood. He did say that Instagram is no longer just a photo sharing app, but this has been the case for a really long time. Hello, IGTV, stories, reels. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, Facebook owns Instagram, said in 2017 that video content is a mega trend on social media. They've been driving this agenda across the family of Facebook apps for a long time. We humans watch millions of hours of video content on the internet every day. What's in it for Instagram is that it holds our attention better than still and written content, which keeps us dialed into the app so that it can show us more adverts. We can and should hold on to that cynicism. I am not ever here to speak in defence of Facebook, which could do much better and take more responsibility for dealing with the downsides of social media that are of its making. But... There is lots in it for us when it comes to creating video. 
Photos are a beautiful, marvellous medium. And if you want to share beautiful photos, do that. They're not going anywhere. There are a ton of images on my Instagram every time I open it. If you're on Instagram for fun, who cares where the people are watching Dancing Reels somewhere else? You do you. But honestly, I see a lot of accounts that would benefit from dipping their toe into video, especially those who want to sell me something. And I think that's probably why you're here listening to this podcast, because you want an online audience that's good for business, that gets more eyes on what you do. Creating and sharing video was a game changer for my account. Posting IGTVs that just give a little taste of what I know and can share and how I help When I started doing that, that is when people really started to want to pay for my time because it allowed them to try before they buy. Open your mind to how you can use it because it's not just about what you want to share. It's also about what your follower might need to see. If you're an artist, they might need to see some moving footage of your work that gives a sense of size and texture and how it would look in their home. If you're a coach, they might need to hear about how you work, what transformations you bring to people's lives to see whether there's that chemistry there. If you're a photographer, they might want to see you on a wedding shoot, watching you interacting with the bride and guests before they book you in for theirs. Just because you love photographs doesn't mean you can't also do a bit of video. Test it. Just the shortest bits of video can bring your account and product to life. Don't fear it. Don't do it because Instagram wants you to. Do it because you can. We've all got phones that record stuff and because it might work and because it can be joyful and creative just as much as creating a straightforward picture can. Also, we have to accept that using these platforms to promote our work is always going to be a deal with the devil. They make the rules. It's their business. My granny, Margot, she's 104 and rarely wrong, famously says, things change, don't get stuck don't get stuck. Try new things. See if they work for you or not. And don't dance to Facebook's beat all the bloody time. Play your own tune by starting an email, a podcast, building a beautiful website. But I think now I'm probably trying to get too much done in one show. I will leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. Your time is so appreciated. Your thoughts are welcome. Email me or DM Those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts are golden. Post more of those. I'll be back soon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bye.